Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Dr. Van Beek. Yes, he's Dr. Van Beek, everyone. <laughs> for those of you who are looking to put that on what? your card, it is Dr. Van Beek. Uh, good to see you, my friend. Thank Remember, you. It's after hours. Sorry, what's that? It's after hours. Or is it after hours? I'm just Larry. Uh, you, you, it, it's, it's, you can be anything you want to be. We're after hours, then. <laughs> Do we have to warn our, our, our listening public here that this, this, there might be breaks in this because our internet is um, giving us trouble? I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, we're, we're having some, uh, some connection issues. But, um, hey, we're going to do this anyway. So, my friend, we're going to talk about 2 Corinthians 4 today. Yes. Anything we should say in advance of it? No, no, nothing, nothing really. It's it's just a continue on. Paul is is still trying to let these people know that he's there for them, hmm. and that he's that he's you know he's not false. He's not a bad guy. He's he's done everything right, and and he's still um, moving ahead for Christ as he also wishes they would. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, without further ado, let's pick it up. That's a great introduction. Verse, verse 1, chapter 4. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age is blinded the mind of unbelievers, so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God? Or the glory of Christ? Who is the image of God? Sorry, I didn't mean to ask that as a question. Um, for what we preach is not, of our, <laughs> is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness. Made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. That was a mouthful, wasn't it, Steve? It was. <laughs> it, yeah. So, so, so now he's continuing on. Remember, he he was, he was talking about Moses, and Moses was bringing um, Moses had that shining glow about him in the last chapter. And that was a fading thing, but but the thing that they were doing now, um, it was not going to fade, and and he's continuing on with that. He says, "So we we therefore, through God's mercy, we have this ministry. Hmm. So this thing that we're doing for you, I mean, he's given his life to this. Remember, he was a tent maker. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever he got money, he would use some for his ministry, but most of it he gave to the churches, right? And he supported himself, so he was wasn't a burden on anybody." And, and so this, this is, that was Paul's ministry. And he says, but this ministry we have um, is by God's mercy. And, and we're not losing heart in this. So remember, this is, this is getting, what did we say it was, about 55 that they wrote this? Yeah. We'll have to, yeah. We'll have to double check that. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's already been through several beatings, several, you know, several struggles. He's been left for dead, you know, once or twice already. And 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 what he's trying to say is, um, we are pressing ahead. We're not we're not losing heart in the ministry that we have. Hmm. Remember, there's people in the church that are totally opposing him right now, right. saying that he's garbage. You know that he's in it for the money. That he's that he's not 
He's not who they thought he was. Remember how hard he was on them. Right. Well, who, who wants a minister that's going to be hard on it or, or difficult for the people, right? right? And he's trying to support himself. And he says, um, we've renounced secret and shameful ways. You know, there was a time when when we were that way. Back before I was a Christian, I was that way. But I've renounced that kind of stuff. I'm right. not a shameful person anymore. Yeah. Right? We're not deceiving you. We're not distorting God's word. And there's a little twist in there. Those guys are distorting God's word. We're not. We're, we're trying to bring you the truth. Mm-hmm. So, so, so how hard is it for a pastor that, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say just a quiet aside to say my detractors would say this, but really it's the other way around, right? That's right. That's right. The stuff that they're saying about me, and I'm not saying it about them, but I'm kind of letting you know. <laughs> yeah. that that's who they are right yeah. so, so so on the contrary i'm setting the truth very plainly before you i i'm not disguised seeing the truth and it's kind of i like this um i almost think there's a bit of um a bit of gnosticism that that he's he's fighting here hmm. and yet it's 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 way too early for gnosticism hmm. right so it, it's probably not like John may have been doing that later on in the in his seventies and eighties, and even yeah. that was pre-Gnostic. Right. So so maybe that's that's too much to say. But what he is saying is is we're not a mystery religion. We're we're not veiling what we're saying. We're none of this stuff. We're being very open with you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, the God of this age is blinding their mind so that they don't understand the truth that I'm saying. Right. You know, and unbelievers, they're not going to, they don't always understand, but we are preaching, not us. We're not, we're not building ourselves up. We're preaching Jesus. So all that I'm doing now, I realize is just, just, just restating everything that Paul's just said in this chapter. Right. Mm -hmm. And he says, so God, God, let that light shine out of darkness. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and now we're going to go to the next piece, which is going to be the one that everybody knows so well. And we hardly even need to talk about. Okay, awesome. Let's pick it up at verse 7 then, folks. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. <coughs> For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life isn't at work in you. Yeah, so <clears throat> he's been going through a really rough time here. And um, and so he starts off, remember jars of clay, that's the thing that everybody knows. I right. think there's a singing group called Jars of Clay. That's right. Uh, Christian singing. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard of I haven't heard about them in a while, but um, but they they used to be popular. But jars of clay and ev- everybody knows, right, Steve? Jars of clay were were the uh, that was the not not even the Tupperware of the day. It was <laughs> it was uh, you know it was that level below Tupperware. It yeah, was the yeah. Ziploc bag. Yeah, so it was the cheap Tupperware where you just kept your 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 stuff in in these clay jars your ordinary stuff and some people say you know they use them as potties as well mm-hmm. and they, they make a big deal about that but the point is 
that it was just used for everyday stuff, keeping keeping all your stuff in it. And they they did say that some of the rich people would would keep some of their um, precious things in jars of clay so that people wouldn't find them. Mm. You know, just like you hide it today in in boxes behind pictures and stuff like that. They would they would hide it in there. Right. You know, and so so that's the whole idea. So then Paul says, that's what we are. We're, we're these jars of clay. But then he goes on, he says, he's, he talks about how hard his life is right now. I'm pressed on every side, but, but it, this is not crushing me. This will make us feel bad, Steve. I'm perplexed, but I'm not despairing. Yeah. They're, being, they're persecuting me, but God has not abandoned me. I'm not abandoned by God. And I'm struck down, but this hasn't destroyed me. So, so he is saying with all of the pressure that's on me, I'm, I'm moving ahead for Christ. Yeah. And I want you to know that, guys. I want, I want my church to know that. These people that I care about, I want them to know that life is very difficult right now. Right. And um, people sometimes talk about Paul was very rich. And there are probably times in his life he was. This wasn't one of them. <laughs> we always carry around the body. <laughs> we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. So as, as we go about, we carry Jesus with us um, so that he can be revealed in us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what, he, what he's trying to get across there, except, except Christ died on a cross for us, and we are bearing this as, mm-hmm. as we go out. We're not, we're not expecting more. We're, we're wearing this as we go out, and Jesus is revealed in us through this. Mm-hmm. And we're alive. Um, and though we're being given over to death, though they're trying to kill us for Jesus' sake, um, and we're we're being given over to this so that life may show in you. Yeah. So death is at work in us. They're 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 trying to kill us, but Jesus is at work in you to bring you life, and that's that's what I am all about, guys. Yeah. I'm not all about the wealth of being a minister. I'm not all about the glory of being a minister. I am out doing this thing for Jesus. So that you can live for him. Yeah. yeah. Like the church, if the church loves him at all, this has got to be really cutting them. Yeah. Yeah. But we have no idea what, what effect it had on them. <laughs> yeah. They could have just been shrugging their shoulders. Like, yeah, that's great. Whatever. Um. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. But Jim, our new pastor over here, Jim, Jim, Jim says you're, 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 you know, you're, you're, full, you're full of nonsense, really. You know? <laughs> Paul's like, like I'm dying for you out here. I'm di- yeah. absolutely dying for you. I'm in the trenches, dying for you. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah carry on. <laughs> we're we're going we're going for the Lord's supper. There's going to be some new wine. It'll be great. <laughs> Maybe they're going to read us the Book of Revelation. Oh, it's way too early for that. That's too bad. I'd love to have thrown that in. I would have been an awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right, verse verse thirteen. So, just a reminder. Oh, okay. Just a reminder for anybody who wants to become a pastor. This is the life of a pastor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Not, not everyone gets to be yeah. Joel Osteen. <laughs> no, no, no. And I actually don't even mind him. You know, I actually the the times I've heard him, I thought. You know, you know, he's actually not that bad. His his sermons are good. He he's got a lot of insecurities and twitches. I don't know, <laughs> which, which and crazy hair. But. Yeah. 
13. It is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us, present us with you to himself. This is all for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Yeah, and he, he pulls the thing out of, the, out of Psalm 116. In your notes in the bottom, anybody who has a Bible with notes, they'll see that that's from Psalm 116 from the Septuagint. Right. Um, rather than from the Masoretic text, which I which we could have a lot of fun with because that's that's all very cool. But basically, he's saying, you know, I'm I'm speaking out out of my belief. We we have the same faith, guys. That's what I'm trying to say to you. We have the same faith. Um, the one who raised Jesus from the dead. All you have to do is read this, right? Yeah. Uh, will also raise us with Jesus. Yeah. And all of this, he says, all of this is for your benefit. Right. So so Paul was one of those guys. I mean, he totally lived out his faith. I think he had a very high opinion of himself in some ways. Yep. Um, he didn't lack confidence. Like, that's for sure. That that he could actually do all. That. No, no, he didn't. He yeah. didn't. Um, one of the guys I read said, even when he's talking about sin, he said, I am chief of sinners. Like, <laughs> I'm not just an ordinary sinner. Like I, I was the I was the best of them. <laughs> so we, we love that about him. And, and yet he real and yet he realizes that what he is doing is totally for these people. Hmm. Can you imagine pouring yourself into a congregation like that? Like who would want to be a pastor if that's what you have to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, verse sixteen. That's where all anybody that listens to us that wants to leave their job and go into the ministry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where we beg them not to. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just know what you are getting. In in when I was young, when I was young, when I was young, um, they they used to talk about calling all the time. Mm. That that this thing was a calling. Like if you can do anything else, do it because this is a calling. Yeah. And you know when the money came in the eighties, people would do this as a job. You know because it paid fairly well in some churches. But um, but before the '80s and and you know after the '90s, there there the the job is a calling from God and and I really don't think you can do it unless uh, without that. Yeah. Unless unless you're a unless you're a shyster and you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Verse sixteen. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Yeah, yeah. I like this. He must have just been our age, that's all. You know, outwardly, <laughs> we are wasting away. <laughs> <laughs> remember he remember he was left um he was left he was he was stoned and left for dead hmm. and if he was left for dead when he was stoned i mean he, he must have had broken bones um you know lacerations um throughout his body you know um you know just just beaten and bruised right and uh 
And so when he got older, remember he, he, when he, in some of his writings, he says, you know, I wrote this, look how big the letters are. We, we knew that his eyesight was going, mm. but probably you, you get the impression he was, he was a pretty beat up. I don't know why you want to say little man. I don't know why you would say that, but, but there's that kind of feeling about him. Yeah. But he says, but he says, this is momentary. And he is totally looking forward to what is to come. And when we get into the next chapter, I'd like to talk about that a little bit more. But right now, he says there is an eternal weight of glory. Remember, weight um, was the was part of the Hebrew expression of the word glory. Yeah. So to say weight of glory, because for us, glory is light, and it those, those two things don't go together. Hmm. But for them, it did, eh? Yeah. yeah. Read read C.S. Lewis, the the weight of glory, if you ever get a chance. And we were going to fix our eyes on him. So he's saying, like, he's really struggling right now. He's not only struggling with his church, but but he is physically, emotionally um, struggling in the position that he's in right now when he writes them. Yeah. And he says, but but I'm I'm fixing my eyes on this thing that's before us. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. If you could fix your eyes on the goal, then then what we're going through today wouldn't mean that much to us. Yeah. And yeah. that's what Paul was doing. Yeah. We get so lost in the here and now though, right? That I it's so hard to see that future some days. Well, I don't because you know I'm 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 that level of spirituality. But you know, they're <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. As I, as I as I look at the cryptos every day saying, come on, come on. I want some money. Um, <laughs> or, is that, or is I buy lottery tickets or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or you pray that God will give me a big bag of money. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, we are deep, deep people, you know, <laughs> yeah. two of us. But um, again, this is a bit of the revelation stuff, right? Like if, if you could see what he sees. Then, then this life would be okay because it wouldn't matter that much. Yeah, so true. So, but we've got we've got to see that we got to see that glory that's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh. My friend, that was great. It was a good place to end it. You know, as, as every book that we've ever touched comes back to, just look towards look towards the God in heaven that that really has a, this all under control. Uh, folks, thank you so much for joining us. All we'll be back. Aren't going that way. What's that? I said all of these books do tend to lead us that way. Yeah, don't they? Don't they? But I yeah. think it's so neat that we Weird. started with Revelation, and Revelation kind of hammered that point home so much that then we step back into these Pauline books and other books, and they, they just reaffirm that message all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right, folks. So like I said, we'll be back with you in about a week's time. Uh, we are, you know, I should let you know, we will take our sort of annual Christmas break and it's about five to six weeks that we stop recording for and, uh, and Larry goes home and I uh, go home and come back to work and we go and do that little dance. But, uh, but up until that time, we'll keep recording episodes until then. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time on the Apocalypse.